Tito. Who? Tito. Tito? Santana. Okay. <laughs> I still don't get it. Like you said Santana. Like, like it's supposed to make sense really, now. I don't, like, there was really nothing to get. Like Tito Jackson or Tito's the vodka? I None of them, like, if, if you, like, clarified by saying Santana, I mean, it didn't really help. No, no, there was no point to it. I just, I mean, you could have, I could have won Tito Jackson because that was the other thought, but I went Santana but, because, you know, we're wrestling guys. See, we're wrestling guys. And, next time and when, when you answer. I'm making it, tacos tonight, so. Oh, <laughs> just, look all, at you, appropriating cultures. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, the, what's funny is now that I get it, if you ever remember to answer the phone Tito, Tito again, I will answer with Arriba. You know, but yes. it was like wasted this time. We 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 should have worked it out ahead of time off the air. Yeah, this was terrible. Uh, uh, yeah. So has your yeah. has your butthole recovered from the from the reaming it took on the last podcast? No, you know. Listen, I just I don't even want to talk about it. I don't. <laughs> you guys aren't funny. I I, I, I I disagree, and maybe we'll take a poll and see if if we are funny or not because. Uh, if people enjoyed that episode, it was because uh, you did the most minimal participation uh, required for you to actually be credited for being on the podcast. Uh, it's funny because I felt like that after. I literally was like, I did nothing. I just went, uh-huh. After, yeah. We oh, okay. You, like, you and I opened the show, and then as soon as Bobby called in, it was like you were Mr. One-Word Answer Guy uh, for right. most of it. and half well, the, look, I, I will tell you this, though. Yeah. If I receive one more message from someone <laughs> saying, Bobby was so funny, I'm going <laughs> to lose my shit. So, so you have gotten messages. Yeah. Oh, see, now I'm going to timestamp this at about two minutes and send it to Bobby so that he knows that uh, he's being appreciated and his time isn't being wasted because I, I want to be able to, you know. Now, now, I know you uh, you were complaining a little bit. and uh, About? Uh, about us being too mean with you. Uh, and I, You were brutal. I, and I told you, I said... We do have an HR department if you want to. Uh, right. Oh, we're going to get to that today. If my you want to call no, the, the head of the HR department, his name is uh, Billy Fives, and uh, he he'll take your call night or day. You could you can want I, I will you be, can cry to I him and be, see how it how it works out for you. I will be filing a complaint, <laughs> a formal complaint with the HR department. <laughs> This week, I, uh, I my lawyer is drawing something up right now. I'll be filing. You know, we're, we're the the diversity and inclusion board here at the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. We'll be hearing about this. <laughs> I don't feel very inclus- inclusive, uh, included. You know, so Welcome. included in the, yeah. in the in the in the right in this. So so, so th- we don't should, worry. The formal complaint will be filed. So we should be waiting to get some paperwork from Dewey Cheatham and How. Uh, Associates. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Who are we kidding? If I called Billy and complained, he'd tell me to stop being a pussy and suck it up. So. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's our HR now, department. It's, all, I, it's, I, I got, it's I, what they call old school. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I do have. Uh, yeah. I. We're, we're. Yeah. It's not very uh, HR friendly here at the Breakfast Club. Oh. But I will say. Out of all the messages I got about how funny Bobby was, I got one phone call specifically 
from someone uh-huh. who did not listen to the podcast but got the the cliff notes version from Bobby and they had to call me and just give me shit about it. Who do you think that person was that talked to Bobby? I mean, I, I don't know if you're going to get this. I mean, I I always want to go to Howard because he's a notorious phone caller. It, it's Howard. It was Howard. It was Howard. you nailed it. He, I get a call. He must have called from, Howard afterwards because uh, we we brought him up. Yeah, I get a phone call and the phone call from Howard Brody and I I reluctantly answered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I I will tell you I didn't answer it the first time. So, but right. he's very persistent that that Brody. And uh, he, you know, finally I, I answered, and uh, he said, "Well, I just talked to Bobby." Oh, okay. Hey, I just talked to Bobby. I said, "Oh, what?" I said, "What did Bobby have to say?" I heard you guys did a podcast. I said, "Yeah." So I, I said, "What did he tell you?" He goes, "Oh, I heard him and Temples were giving you shit about about the uh, the Joe Barrymore show, and you're not vaccinated." And he literally. Verbatim quoted every joke that Bobby said. Howard, like literally, word for word, re, re just reset it to me. And I said, "Yeah, yeah, it's not funny." And then he started talking about the roast and oh, I heard you guys talked about the roast. I was like, "Yeah, it wasn't a big topic." I was like, "We're not, we're not talking about. You're not drawing any viewers, Howard, to the like to the podcast. Nobody if wants he, to hear if you." If he nonsense. wants us to plug his events, he could sponsor us. Okay. This is not this is not a freebie charity, okay? Or he needs to Sponsor come on and, and tell some stories. So so I, I think he would come on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he just he wanted it word for word every Bobby joke about Drew Barrymore. <laughs> and then he's talking about the roast and you know how he's gonna do the roast. Ah, oh, it's gonna be great and everybody's gonna make fun of me. And I was like, well, I don't know if you can take it, because I think people are gonna be pretty mean to you. You know, and he's like, oh, come on, nah, come on. Everybody loves me. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that, Howard. <laughs> he, is, uh, he is in he is in some mirror universe there. Uh, right. <laughs> well, so then he says, he says, uh, he says, uh, the end line was, but you know what? You're not going to be there. I said, why would I not be there? He goes, because you're not vaccinated. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. You motherfucker! Zing! <laughs> and then he goes, "I got, I gotta go, I gotta go work." And then that was the end of it. Oh, so beautiful! Yeah. See, that was yeah. a Howard Brody story worth telling. It had a punchline to right. it. <laughs> he got me though. He got me. He got you. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if right. I wonder if Bobby coached him on that one. <laughs> no doubt he did. There was no way that that was not a coached. You could call him and at, moment, the, at the end tell him he's not invited because he's not vaccinated. <laughs> Right, total Bobby joke. So, right. but anyway, uh, yeah. But can I? Can I? Before uh, we go on, I just wanted to okay. like remember this with you. Remember, remember, like yesterday, the day before, when I read to you, we got a comment on YouTube that was like, uh, right. I, I, I could, I want to listen to a two or three hour podcast of you guys just ripping Lou Spector. Right, right. <laughs> and you're like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, it's a regular person that comments on our stuff for like the last year and a half, two years, how long we've been doing it. And like, I didn't put two and two together until we were talking on that phone call. And it literally like all, like it was like a Sherlock Holmes moment where eight clues like all fell into place at once. And I'm like, oh, that's speedy. 
But I for a year and a half, I didn't put it together because it's like just like a right. it's just an account with no videos on it and it doesn't have his name on it. But it's like Harper something, something, something like numbers. Maybe you just give his like his hidden gimmick, though. Well, I didn't give up. I didn't give out the, the whole thing. Plus, we got like three people that listen on YouTube. YouTube's YouTube's like the YouTube's the, the, the small one because we don't do video. So they don't use it usually to listen to the podcast. But uh, it was funny. And I just wanted to like. Maybe only nerds will appreciate this, but it was like all at once I figured out it was speedy. For a year and a half, I didn't realize this was speedy. I had like, I just thought it was somebody, you know, that listened to the show. And uh, I, I put all these like clues together at once. It was like Harper, Roy Harper. Roy Harper is a character from DC Comics. He is a character that was with the Green Arrow and he was called Speedy. Oh, Speedy. And I, I like all, it all fell into place. I'm like, oh, that's Speedy. All right, so 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 now when I see those, I know who's actually sending me the messages. Right. <laughs> I'm that I'm that like retarded. But then I but then it also clicked in my head that I think he had like either an e like I think once we did a Dropbox thing like two, you know like like five six seven years ago, and the the Dropbox email was Speedy, uh, Speedy's Harper gimmick. So uh, yeah, but I didn't. I, I I was confused and I'm doing it all with you. Like right up top. I, I talked it out with you, like right there on the phone. I'm like, I'm like right, right. Oh, okay. So yeah. So I, I'm only doing this for the benefit of one listener, Speedy to let him know that I, I had no idea that was you until everything fell into place at once while I was talking to AJ. Anyway, I'm sorry. It was just on my mind and I wanted to acknowledge it yeah uh, well the funny thing no, that, that was the, that did really happen though that was uh that did really happen exactly how you said it because you were like it all clicked while you were on the phone and it was like it was like you had this moment where you were like oh shit how did i miss this right the funny thing will be he's gonna he's gonna message go that's on me i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah but I th- i'm 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 99.9 percent confident that's what it is anyway sorry i didn't mean to i don't know if i was cutting you off or not but uh no, no, I, Howard, I, no, Howard, I, I was, I, we're done telling about Howard Brody. I mean, I would, enough Howard for the month. I, maybe we should, maybe we should record the Howard Brody roast. <laughs> we should. I mean, there might be some, it, it might not be ready for prime time, but uh, I think that, uh, I have a feeling no one else is going to record it. So maybe you and I can make like uh, uh, $3 in, in clicks, uh, <laughs> putting it on on our podcast so yeah well you know i I think we should have him on because he has probably some uh some pretty good stories i would think from his time in wrestling at least Mm -hmm. um you know some of the characters he's you know been around so i think maybe we'll have him on one day i don't know we we, uh we it would also be good to hear his side of some of the howard brody stories we've told so uh Right, 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 and you know, like Fruitgate, and <laughs> and uh, you know, which which for those of you who don't know, Fruitgate was a was an incident in Miami, Florida. It was an all day television taping for Ring Warriors. I think we were there from like eight or nine in the morning till eight or nine at night. It may even been later than that. You like and you like recorded like like more like six episodes in a day or something, right? Right, it was a yeah. lot of TV we had to record. We were, we were filming, so it's you know it's in like a TV kind of studio environment, and it was uh, 
you know, it's just you can't leave, so you're stuck there all day, and you're filming wrestling matches, but then you're also filming promos backstage, and there's a lot of kind of waiting around and hanging around, and uh, usually, you know, in those situations, a good promoter would get catering, uh, you know, have lunch brought in, snacks. Well, you know, somebody dropped the ball, and it wasn't Howard, but somebody dropped the ball that day, and there was. There was no food except for fruit. Well, who? We who, had apples. Who would be to blame if it wasn't Howard? Oh, fucking Larry the Lens over there. <laughs> uh, Larry, Larry the Lens. He's the uh, the uh, the culprit of all this. So all we had was was uh, was uh, food was fruit. And you know, at first in the morning, you're like, oh, fruit. Okay, that's fine. But you're expecting some sort of substance for lunch or dinner, knowing you can't leave all day. Right. And he kept like, like I must have eaten 45 bananas that day, and and because all I had was bananas and apples, and uh, maybe there was some pineapple earlier in the day. So you know, you, you eat a couple bananas at first and some other fruit just because it's you know it was there in the morning. It's a good pick me up in the morning, but then lunch came. And we're like, hey, where's lunch? And he's like, oh, shit, I didn't order lunch. And he's like, I, I got to get lunch, so I'm going to go to Subway and get some subs. Well, you walk into a Subway in the middle of the afternoon and say, I need subs for 50 wrestlers. I mean, they can't just whip it up in two minutes. Like, this right. isn't like, you know. So it took hours and hours. So now, you know, you're there from the morning to the afternoon. Now the afternoon turns to like that's a, early evening. That's the kind of thing you have to call like the day before. Easily the yeah. day before. Right. Any, anybody with a brain would know that. So, you know, it, it was, it was just, it was, we were starving, mm -hmm. you know, and you could only eat so many bananas and apples. And it started to become the joke of like, well, where's the food? And he kept saying, it's coming, it's coming. And, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and everybody's, everybody's like, where's the food? And it started to become a joke that all we had to eat was fruit, and we started to call it Fruitgate. Well, all of a sudden, you know, 5, 6 o'clock rolls around, and we're ready for the last set of tapings. The, the subs show up. Subway subs showed up. And the subs were, he ordered like, he only got like a couple platters for fifty giant wrestlers who have been starving all day. All day. Yeah, yeah, right. So you know, instead of you know, he was, I don't know if he was being cheap about it or they just couldn't make that many or whatever it was. Uh, so the the running joke was to this day is that uh, yeah, they fed us fruit, so we called it Fruitgate because everybody all we ate all day was fruit and everybody was miserable. That's also the day where Billy Fives left before his scene because he had to go pick up his daughter from the airport. Those so were the, those were the, that, those that was the same show. Same show. Okay. So Billy Fives is supposed to stay and do this this thing, and we were kind of we were behind on the taping, and everybody was grumpy because we were starving, and Billy had to leave to go pick up his daughter from the airport. He had told them. Everybody, I, have, I have to do my right, thing. Right. They knew ahead of time. Right. Right. So his segment kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Well, finally, there was a point where Billy's like, I got to go. And he didn't even tell anybody. He just grabbed his bag. Now, mind you, he's a champion at the time. So the segment with the champion is now totally going to be scrapped. 
but he doesn't even tell anybody. He grabs his bag and he just leaves because he's got to go. He's got to go pick up his daughter yeah. from the airport. But there is uh, glorious video of this. Well, JoJo decided he was going to film this. Mm -hmm. So Billy, on film, makes a video basically telling Howard to go fuck himself. He has to go pick up his daughter and because their lack of time and you know time management and care for them that he was just leaving so the only you know power doesn't even know so then the segment comes up and he's like where's billy and we're like billy left and he's like what 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 do you mean billy left and i can champions we gotta get him on the i gotta film this segment and we're like yeah he's gone he left and he's livid livid well jojo pulls up the video and says well here he left you a message <laughs> the message was billy Flicking off Howard like go fuck yourself. You took too long. I went, oh, he cut a I he cut a healthy he cut a healthy promo. Yeah, yeah, right. And he flicked him off, and so that was Howard. Two minutes before the segment's supposed to go, gets that. Now he's freaking out because he doesn't have Billy there. So he's got to change the whole segment two minutes before it goes out there. Uh, and, and, but you know that's Billy. Like you fucking took too long. Whatever I'm tell you. Yeah, but. Yeah, that whole that whole taping was just, oh man, we could talk about. You know what? You guys want to hear a wrestling stories? This is the bad side of wrestling. The taping is just all day, no food. You're grumpy. You're tired. You got to wrestle numerous matches, and to top it off, you know you, you got you got like fifty guys there, and it's a, it's a fucking cluster. But that day, we also I was with at the time. Big Vito was our. Uh, in our group, the Slambinos. And Big Vito was adamant. He was in WCW. So, I mean, I, and WWF or whatever. So he's had some fame. You can't say he hasn't. He's been, he's been in ECW. He's, he was in all three. So the guy's been on national television. He's wrestling in front of, you know, large crowds. Uh, but he was so adamant when he was with us to, like, your, your, your wrist tape had to be a certain way. So, you know, 45 minutes of him teaching us how to tape our wrist. And I'm like, is this fucking guy serious? Like, you're teaching a bunch of grown men how to put tape on their wrists, how to be a certain way. We practiced our entrance, like, for an hour and a half, how he wanted to come out. And you'd be a step off and be like, no, do it again. Do it again. You got to do it again. You're off one step. I'm like, what? It's fucking practice, bro. I feel like, like with anyone else, this would be a tremendous rib. Like, he'd be ri he was ribbing you guys, but... Right, but he wasn't. He was dead right. serious. Dead serious. Um, so we had to practice how we were going to walk to the ring, how we were going to walk out of the curtain. I mean, even to the point where we practiced how we were going to stand behind the curtain, where nobody could even see us. That was like a 15-minute ordeal of how we were going to line up to walk out. And then to walk out, how were we going to be on the stage? Look, and I get it. You wanted it to be perfect, but... It was it was just too much. It was just too much, too much of that. Where it was just like, it was annoying. Uh, and even like in the ring, like your behavior. He he literally tried to tell us how to be from beginning to end, uh, and it made it not fun. Like I actually hated that entire that entire run with him. I fucking hated it. Hated it. I wasn't allowed to be myself. I was like being somebody he wanted me to be. And he wanted us to be like these tough Italians. And I was like, yeah, no, like I'm definitely a funny Italian, right. not a tough one right. at all. Uh, but that taping is when we went to 
cowered after. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be a, a part of this. Um, I, I don't want to do it. And Howard was like, what's the problem? And I said, um, he's, he's too much. He's making me be somebody I don't want to be. Like, I, like, so the next taping is when they said, okay, be yourself. And that's when I started to become the funny Slambino. And uh, the first promo we did the next show, I said, can I just ad lib? Like, let me just be me. And they were like, fine. And Vito was so hesitant. Like, no, no, I don't want you to do this. Like, you got to be, I'm like, no, let me be me or I'm not going to do it. So he finally gave in. And within the first two seconds, the first promo, he says something, he's trying to be serious. And I said, I, I literally said in the promo that we're filming for television, I said, I mean, come on, man. You even tell us how to, how to tape our wrists. And he fucking lost it. He lost it. Like he started laughing and they're like, cut, cut, cut. And he's like, Jesus, you know, cause it was funny. And, right. and I was like, look, just let's be late about it. And he, he listened and we, we were totally funny about it. Like the whole thing. Um, this person from work has called me three times in a row. What could they possibly want? What could they want? They miss you. It's been an hour or two. I mean, insane. I, I'm going to have to text them and be like, is it an emergency? Right. Tell them you're podcasting. <laughs> you got TikToks to make. So, uh, yeah. And then you guys ended up doing the comedy thing, which worked way better. And then they eventually got rid of Vito and, brought in disco who you know i mean for all uh for all my problems with him uh which are you know well so what happened was you know he's still good he's still a better fit than Vito. well what happened was is Vito became so he lightened up and it was great and then there was just a beef between all of us because he tried to kind of like stab us in the back a little bit and he was like uh he he kind of wanted things to be to be uh his way and he kind of tried to get me out of the group and he wanted me out of the group and he wanted Frankie out of the group and he wanted like it was the strangest thing so but Howard being a good person told me oh Vito called he wants you out and I'm like wants me out I'm like you fucking key to this whole thing and I was like I'm not doing it if he's doing it I'm done and Frankie said the same thing, and he was like, you know. Howard would Howard rather, like, Howard rather replace one guy than two, so. Right, and he was like, you know what, like Vito, and plus Vito was doing, suing WWE, and there was all this stuff. So Howard was like, yeah, he's out, and he brought Glenn in, because we were going to be in Vegas anyway, and Glenn lives there. So we did it with Disco, and uh, let me tell you, it was way funnier. Disco did not one time like try to throw his muscle around. He was just like, Hey, I'm here. Whatever you need me to do, just tell me. And if you watch the ring warrior promos from backstage with disco, we didn't rehearse any of it. Uh, the literal thing would be, um, Howard would say, here's the gist of what I need. And we would literally step in the box without even saying a word to the three of me, Frankie or disco wouldn't even say a word to each other. What are you doing? Moving fucking furniture over there? No, why? Sounds like you're moving fucking furniture. I I think that's a a huge exaggeration. I I mean, 
Sounds like you are. No, I was, I, I was uh, moving a plastic cap that's on the uh, table. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. It's not furniture. Anyway. For sure. You would step into this box. You're just dying to hear one peep so you could try and pull that shit off me. That's all. I mean, I, one I, peep. You were fucking. One peep. It sounded like you were like, like. Yeah, hammering nails. In the room. I'm sure I was hammering nails over here. Anyway, we would step into the box with Disco. <laughs> with no. Me, Frankie, and Disco were not. We wouldn't just. We would just know this is who you're wrestling and this is what needs to happen. Uh, you know, the, the basis of the promo. Okay, cool. We would step in that box and they would say action and nail it on the first try. The three of us would nail it on the first try. one take, all ad libbed, and it was it was amazing. It was funny. It was it was just all ad libbed. Nothing was like we literally rehearsed nothing. And nobody talked over each other and it was just like a one, two, three punch and right out. And uh I got to tell you, as much as, you know, I mean, I can't, you know, me and Frank don't get along these days. We don't speak and, and Disco does his own thing. Like, I, that was fun. It was fun and it was good because we kind of really gelled together well. Um, and then he got in the ring and, you know, Frank was like a bag of fucking potatoes and I had to carry the team. But um, besides that, the promos were great. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun stuff. I remember I didn't, I didn't go to the Tampa tapings or the uh, Vegas ones. But when they were here, right. I just remember like the two successive ones where uh, I don't want to say her name, but Schmen Schmenson uh, was uh, <laughs> the first Why one. Why do you want to say her name? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. So I uh, where she was, uh, she was still harassing me. So if, if you will. And uh, right. And like it, uh, I just remember that I think Howard had become enamored with her at one point. Oh, he was. And uh and uh this was pre Bruce. And so I remember that like a group of us. It was a weird group of us. But it was like me and Jensen and Howard and Dwayne Long and fuck, I don't even remember who else. But it was like a big table of us went to like Duffy's or something. One of the one of right. those types of places. And uh I just remember afterwards, like the fucking like negotiations she was trying to do with me to have to have me come back to her hotel room to quote hang out for a little bit. And it was me in the parking lot. Everyone had already left. It was like me in the parking lot right. talking to her. Cause she's, I've known her like 20 years. It's like, she's a friend right, and whatever, right, right. but this, but this has been an ongoing friend. Thing qu- did you do air quotes? Huh? Uh, did the air quote friend? No, it's always been friends. And, uh, at least from this, oh. from this guy. And, uh, I just remember like, uh, like a fucking, t- like a 20 minute negotiation, maybe even longer of me trying to n- not have to go. Cause I knew like, right, right. I'm like, what's the purpose of this? Anyways, you live fucking you live in Orlando. I live in Fort Lauderdale. There's no, and if I, you know, if we go back and we end up getting in, in involved with each other for the night, uh, it's just going right. to be a fucking mess. I know her. And, uh, like all kinds of the goods. She already had a hotel room. She was staying. It was, I mean, I won't give you all the gritty details, but but there's some stuff you would really laugh at. And uh, so I think that was the final straw. But I know how, like, because at the next show, she, she remember she showed up, like, fucking in, like, this, like, super fucking 
hot outfit, yes. like the dress yes. and the heels and everything. Yes. She was there to land a wrestler. She was done with me. And uh, she right. landed one. <laughs> Boy, did she land one. I was always right. I was I was always curious if she landed one on the premises, if you know what I mean. If if they if she found a, a broom closet and uh and uh you know I was always curious. I don't yeah. know. I don't I don't know if you got any information on that, but uh yeah. No, I I no, I just like uh, yeah, that that whole uh, and you missed the Tampa show. Yeah. which probably would have been I mean, you may have, you know, been married after that night. Uh with her but and i love how you just changed your name like I, I don't feel like i can let you get away with this. what <laughs> this name change you just gave her. i didn't really change her name anyone that knows is gonna know right anyway Jesse, i mean i didn't say um, i didn't say she ended up with bruce for like five years or anything like that yeah, so <laughs> for yeah. anyone to like anyway, put two and two together <laughs> but speaking of bruce and another this this may be boring everybody with wrestling stories but no i think the tampa like bruce santee the bruce santee incident in tampa you were not there for was one of the craziest things i've ever seen in wrestling what was um, the, what incident so that night uh Howard Bloody booked, um, he booked, uh, he doesn't listen to the show. Uh, Howard booked a guy named the Sheik, which the Sheik had been a mark, the market crasher before that. He was like a, did a gimmick where he was like on Wall Street and, and, uh, you know, and uh, I'm going to get dog food for the dog so she doesn't bark. So that's what you hear. Um, anyway. Cause uh, it, it sounds like you're moving furniture over there. Yeah. Well, I owed you one. Um, the, so that night, Bruce, Bruce is the heavyweight champion and Howard and Larry have like a little beef with Bruce because Bruce doesn't take, doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't care about wrestling. He doesn't care about, you know, but he does care if it doesn't make sense. And he voiced his opinion. They wanted him to lose to this guy, the Sheik, the Sheik. Is if anybody knows him, he's he's a good wrestler. Like I always enjoy his work, but he's also he's also a mark for himself. Like I'll say it, I really don't care. He's a mark for himself, and he always thinks that he should have been going over to been the best, the champion, to this, you know. And I've heard issues where he's like, kind of, he went to Japan, and he's maybe because he flew for free, and you know, maybe paid his way. I don't know if any of that's true. It's just the rumors, but. So this night, he's supposed to lose. Bruce is the champion of Ring Warriors. He's going to lose the belt to Sheik. And Bruce is like, I'm not doing it. He's like, I'm not doing it. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. I'm not doing it. So now you've got this promoters who feel like they're being taken hostage, that the guy they want to lose the belt doesn't want to lose the belt. Like, it's, it's a fake sport. Were, but they, were they trying to move the belt off of Bruce because he was, like, kind of having issues at the time? So Bruce was absolutely hammered that night. Like, next level... Like, he was next-level hammered. Like, I don't know what he was going through, but he was on another level that night. Well, like, but, totally. But was that around the time of, like, the, the Facebook stuff with the police? Uh, Probably around yeah. that time, yeah. So he was hammered that night. So now they're arguing and they're telling – they're trying to tell Bruce, you got to lose the belt to him. You got to lose the belt. We're going on and on. Like, it's hours of them – Arguing and fighting. Well, Sheik decides to, like, kind of step to Bruce and say something. Like, 
Well, Bruce is, you know, he's hammered. So uh, chairs started flying. I mean, in people were about fighting. People in each other's faces. Bruce may have pushed Larry Howard. He pushed. I mean, it's out of control. It's chaotic. Uh, people are talking to kill each other. I mean, it, it was insane. Like, it was such chaos. Chaos to where, you know, you kind of step back and go, I'm not fucking getting involved in this. This is going to be ugly. Like, this is ugly. Like, you know, something ain't right. Yeah. So Bruce said, I'm not doing it. Uh, brave, Bruce was crying at one point. He was literally in tears because he was fucking hammered. Right. So he's like, I'm not doing it. This isn't happening. Big fight breaks out backstage. You know, and the fans have no idea what's going on because they can't see behind the curtain. But, like, I mean, it was a – it was – pretty ugly like it got ugly so you know i think Sheik may have threatened bruce he's gonna kill him and bruce i i don't know this is nuts anyway all this happens and it ends up they're not gonna do it they're not doing the match bruce is not doing it i'm not doing it so uh Sheik ends up like leaving he doesn't they're not doing it not gonna happen well now they gotta fill the main event spot and they don't know how to fill it uh, at this time, Bruce and Frankie Diato, who is part of the slam beat to me, they also have heat, like mega heat, like going to kill each other. Bad heat. They're going to fight. They hate each other. They don't even go around each other all day. No words are spoken to each other. I feel like that's like it, still residual. Well, well, it was bad at yeah. this time. Like it was bad. Uh, I don't know the story behind it. Anyway. Comes up, we need a main event now because the Sheik's gone. Bruce doesn't want to drop the belt. What are we going to do? Well, Frankie says, I'll work Bruce. Now everybody's on pins and needles going, these two guys want to kill each other. Now they're going to work each other? So Bruce says, I'll do it. All of a sudden, Frankie and Bruce are, they're, they, they, they're, they're, they still hate each other, but they're going to do what's best for the show, best for the business. It's a packed house, too. Absolutely packed house. So they're going to wrestle each other in the main event. Now, now everybody's kind of still on pins and needles because the, Frankie's unsure if Bruce is going to like shoot on him, which shooting on means like he's going to fight him for real, like kick his ass. So Frankie's ready to fight for real if this happens. So they're kind of going into the match. They didn't call anything. So it's not like they sat there and planned the match. They're just going to go out there and have a match, like two professional veterans and they're both kind of unsure of what's going to happen. Like, is this going to be a real fight? So now I'm unsure. We got Pete Cannon with us, who's also was managing us at the time. He's unsure. So everybody's kind of unsure. We're also in Bruce's hometown. Bruce's whole family's there. Bruce's dad's there. So, you know, everybody's kind of on pins and needles. Like, what's going to really happen tonight? So anyway, we go out there for the main event. And... Frankie's boy lets me know two seconds in that in case anything happens and Bruce gets out of control, like he's got his knife on him, like he's gonna stab Bruce. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> fucking god! So now I'm like, I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to be involved in. It. I love Bruce, and I love, you know, at the time I was cool with Frankie and Pete. You know, I still like Pete, but uh, like I love Bruce, like you know, and I'm like, this fucker's gonna like. He's going to stab him if something happens. Like, this is out of control. Like, this is not why I got into wrestling. So, the match starts. And let me tell you something. 
they tore the fucking house down. They had an absolute brawl. Like, insane brawl. Like, they beat the shit out of each other. Safely. Like, they didn't hurt each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was a safe... They got it out, but safely. Well, comes towards the end, and Bruce wants, like, wants me to run in. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I run in. And we didn't call any of this. I run in. Bruce hits me with one of his big moves. Oh, the fucking crowd goes crazy. And then he oh, hits Frankie. One, two, three. The place goes apeshit. Oh, Bruce's family there and friends and the place is packed. And uh, it was it was fine. So we get in the back after. And Frankie and Bruce hugged it out. They literally, everything that they had been fighting and arguing about and hated each other for, they hugged it out and were like, hey, it's over. We beat the shit out of each other for 20 minutes. Like, safely beat the shit out of each other. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. Were they beat up? For sure. But their, their beef was over. And uh, they did good business. The Sheik, you know, Bruce was like, I wasn't working with that motherfucker. And I wasn't putting him over. He's a mark. Uh, exactly what his words were. And that night, was it was crazy. Because, like, I like, I don't know. I'm thinking, fuck, if Bruce gets out of hand, this guy's going to go in and stab Bruce. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is going to be ugly. But it ended up working out fine. Everybody was fine. Uh, Bruce was fine after. But Howard never used him after that um, because he felt he held him hostage. Uh, you know, but look, I, I don't know. I don't think Sheik should have been. He wasn't part of really Ring Warriors. He just showed up and wanted to. I don't know. I don't even know the story behind it. Probably a bad booking decision by Howard Brody, but whatever. But uh yeah, that was a wild night, man. The crowd was insane. Well, it's a weird that decision match. if if he's like, they obviously must have had plans to use him for uh, at least a few shows if they're putting the belt on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. Or they were going to have him drop it to someone else, you know, on another TV taping that same weekend. I don't know. Right, right. You know, I don't know how it was. You know, off schedule. I wasn't there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was it was a wild night. It was that night was insane, uh, absolutely insane. Just you know, because it was like I didn't know what was going to happen. There was fights backstage. It was like you know, and the fans would never know any of this because they didn't see any of it, and they had no clue. Frankie and Bruce hated each other, but they put on a hell of a performance, and like. The fans loved every minute of it. It was it was absolutely fantastic, um, and all they did was just literally beat each other up. But uh, you know that was a just crazy night. But but Bruce, if anybody knows Bruce, he's, what is he six foot five? I don't even know. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, he's a big. Uh, just a big dude. Looks like a lineman. I mean, he's big. You know, he's solid, and he also has right. this loud gravelly voice it like it, it right. like the voice fits the fucking yeah right and he's just but he's he's i mean since the day i met him he's been a good always been good to me same, like never same, had same same yeah never had any issues with the guy i mean i've worked him before does he hit hard oh yeah but when you hit him hard back you know he loves it it's just you know he didn't complain about it but uh yeah it was just the, the, those times in wrestling like that's when like I think about, and that was kind of later in my career, you know. I mean, I was it was before the WGN stuff, so I really wasn't in great shape. I got in better shape when I knew we were going on national television. Right. But 
Um, Someone should lie to you and say you're going on national television again. Yeah, you know, every time Howard calls, I think this is it. Season 42 <laughs> is starting. But uh, You just need to lose weight. Maybe uh, maybe <clears throat> Bobby can call and pretend to be uh, the booking agent of the Drew Barrymore show and say, we need you in shape by, Here we go. by February, you know, 14th for the single dad's Valentine's Day edition. Uh, now, if I would have been on that show, I probably, if I had the guarantee that I was going on that show, I would have gotten in shape because I did not want to be on TV looking like this. <laughs> of course, I know. But uh, that would have been the episode of, of man, I know why this guy's single. Look at him. He looks like a fucking sack of potatoes, like a block of mozzarella. Some melted ice cream sitting in a chair over there. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I always remember the. The one uh, show, it was a Ronin show that uh, that Bruce did, <laughs> where Bruce had been off alcohol for like six months. He had quit drinking. He oh. was stone cold sober. Sober and, Bruce. And he, uh, a couple things happened that night. One was that, are you all right over there? Uh, don't worry about it. Just did keep you, talking. Did you write that thing down and put it in that envelope like I asked? No, you're not getting shit. <laughs> I just need you to listen. Even if you just verbally agree to it on a podcast, so I can play it to the lawyers uh, and the judge. That's all to I need. The lawyers for the TikTok people. Uh, but uh, yeah, there are a couple things happened. One was that, like, I think before the show even started, while people were still like milling around in the building, and and before they let, uh, you know, uh, but but before they let the ticket buyers in. Um, I think I think Bruce was har- sort of harassing Amy Rose for a little bit, uh, just kind of like wherever she wherever she was in the building, he'd peek his head out of the curtains and kind of go Amy Rose, you know. I think uh, I think he had a thing for her that night, and uh, then he had to wrestle. I don't know if it was a tag match or a three way, uh, but it okay. but it involved Barrington Hughes. Oh, and. Uh, Apparently, the match was so fucking bad. Apparently, right. like, Bruce felt Barrington was so fucking bad that uh, back in the locker room, and this is like secondhand, but it's from Marco who was in the locker room for this. So, uh, you know, I can kind of say with some authority that uh, Bruce, uh, by the time, I, I think Bruce had swigged like half a bottle of Jack by the time uh they both had gotten back there and he cut a promo out Barrington yelling at him saying how bad he is. And he, he, it, it was so bad. It forced him back to drinking. He had been sober for six months. Oh my God. He had been sober for six months, but, <sighs> but wrestling, you drove me back to drinking, knocked me oh right my off, God. knocked me right off the wagon. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Said, and of course, like, you know, I'm sure some tears were shed. Because uh, that's the thing that he, that Barrington does at times. Uh, I have seen it before uh, on a, two other occasions, but uh, yeah, he he was livid and just fucking screaming at him at how bad he was and how he was so bad he he forced him out of sobriety, back into drinking. Right, like I, I wow, you can't even imagine what goes through my life on a daily basis, and I was able to keep from drinking, but one fucking match with you, and here I am chugging a <laughs> bottle of Jack. <laughs> yeah, that was that's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but those are you know what, like that, those are the times. I mean, I've been around Bruce a lot, obviously, just because when I was like you know 
we, we were coming in kind of the same time and we were at IPW in Tampa, you know, we hung out quite a bit, but, uh, he's, he's always been that way. Like he's never changed. Like that's just Bruce. And yeah, you either, t- either love it or you hate it. You take it or you don't, but, uh, he's a, he's yeah, a, no. he's a giant personality. Like, right. Like if, right. Listen, you just don't, don't start off on the wrong foot with him. And you can have a great time with that guy. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, he, and he'll he'll have your back, you know? Like that uh, that day that we went to, uh, the, it was when, when we were at WrestleMania in Orlando. And we, you, oh, and, God, yeah. you and I went to WrestleCon for like like an hour yeah. or two. And then we happened to like end up walking down the street to the Ale House. And we saw, yeah, yeah. we just, everyone kind of all accidentally collided at the Ale House. Like, whether it was Wayne Van Dyke and Bruce and Jackie right. and Jessica. And 450 was there Blake at one point. Yeah. 50, uh, Garrett Bischoff and God, I can't remember yeah. everyone uh, that was there. Uh, and then later, like other people showed up that kind of weren't really with our group, but you know, uh, uh, right. but, but that group, like uh, we, we spent like, I think we spent like 14 hours at, the house drinking yeah yeah drinking yeah. i think we 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 had two meals there and dr- and got really drunk uh i was a, yeah we did like we were drink. drunk yeah, yeah. And couple- blake almost got blake almost got beat up and arrested oh that was when he uh he got into it with uh uh with jensen's friend Sh- schmensen's uh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. friend uh kelly i think her name is kelly yeah kelly and I, I don't, yep. I still this day don't understand what the issue was there. I, I don't either. I, I don't, I don't know what the issue was. Except or, that I think Blake what? got in her face yelling at one point. Uh, yeah. So, and, uh, that was, that was the time of the sugar mama when, uh, when right. Blake was having all of his, uh, meals and drinks catered to. And we were like, what yes. the fuck? Come on. Sugar mama, sugar mama was paying for everything. Yeah. With the, uh, it was yeah. a, it was a, it was a real, like, that was the like I see I saw it in the past, where she was buying him stuff, and kind of right. like we're all looking at each other like what's going on here because uh, you know we also know right, her, right. we also know her husband, uh, and this was the first time where it really felt like a cuckolding experience for the amount of time <laughs> that was <laughs> that it was going on in front of him, especially because she wouldn't even buy his chicken tenders in the hotel room, but here she is right. buying. Uh, <laughs> Buying Blake drinks and meals and whatever, I was like, oh, right. I was like, oh. Boy. And also, and also, this is the weekend of the infamous, uh, you know, Jackie and Blake incident where you guys left him there. So, oh yeah, this is a this that Saturday led us into a a tremendous right, abandonment Monday. It wasn't even Sunday. It was right. It was Monday morning. Monday, right, right. Yeah, yeah that was that was the infamous weekend and. Uh, yeah, that was a good time. And TK was with us. TK and TK and uh, who did Josh? No, it was just it was just no, it was just me and TK. We drove oh, you down. came down with TK. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, me yeah, and TK. yeah, that was fun. That was yeah, a good time. That was good. Good times. Good times. Well, that was good wrestling stories today, pal. Yeah, it's all right. We'll do better next time. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> you're cutting into my taco my taco time now. So. Oh, I know Tito Ariba. Um. Okay, well, you know, uh, uh, unless you uh, you want me to call Billy for the HR complaint, 
uh, we should really have that on the. No, air. no, no. You don't. You don't call him. I call him. No, we'll 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 call him together. Once I file my grievance, we'll call. The, uh, no, we'll call him together so he can get to the bottom of it, like quickly. Once I file my grievance with the HR department and the uh, you know the union, my union rep. <laughs> Who's that? Then we'll take it from there. Who's your union rep? <laughs> I I don't I don't I mean listen at this point, uh, the only two people we've ever had on the show are, are Bobby and Billy. I can't use I can't use them because Bobby would just turn on me. Mar- Marco so, Marco would be your union rep, but he might he may no show you. Yeah, I, there's no no chance in hell I would use him or Blake. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. and I, I'm the. I'm so, part you know of the, what? I'm part of the I may uh, have, I, complaint party, so yeah, I can't right. me. I, I may I may have to call in Howard Brody for this one. There's nothing like oh. a good a good Jewish lawyer. Oh. <laughs> oh. A good Jewish lawyer. Oh my god. The only oh, he's a definitely only a lawyer in a wrestler's court, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. All right, buddy. Uh, All right, man. I'm done with you. Tell that dog to shut, go. shut up, by the way. I know. I was going to turn on football, but it's way too early. I, I feel like it was later. I know. Who's playing tonight? Chiefs and Chargers. I feel like that was like well, last week's game. Maybe. maybe uh, no, definitely right. this week's game. All right. Well, that sounds like a good game. All right. I'm going to go make tacos. Arriba. <laughs> Bye. Bye.